bedtime math. Laura, thanks so much for joining us today. I want to, in a bit, get to some of the issues youngsters are having with math learning skills, um, especially after COVID-19. But Bedtime Math, an incredible organization, and uh, you have a really fun campaign that's that's being launched. Yeah, so right now kids are five months behind in their math skills, but nationwide, if you survey parents, 80% of them think their kids are on track with grade level. And that obviously is a giant awareness gap that we have to fix and a big gap in skills. So be part of the equation is our campaign just to raise awareness for parents of how they can size up how their kid is doing and how to get them on track. And was that, um, you said that was created and in, in, uh, made worse by the COVID-19 pandemic, because kids learning at home, uh, there are some issues there, of course, some complications when it comes from learning on Zoom. And now, as you mentioned, a lot of kids, as you said, on average, about five months behind. And this, as you say, was already a problem before the pandemic and the pandemic made it worse for years. If you look at data for our whole nation, at least going back to 2012, the top 10 or 20 percent of kids have basically done well and stayed flat all the way through, including through the pandemic. Everyone else was already sliding and that slide was made worse. Um, I founded Bedtime Math 10 years ago to kind of change the culture around math, to have us think of math as fun and recreational the way we look at a bedtime story. And in these 10 years, we've seen how things have continued to get worse for too large a fraction of kids. Sure, and I wanna ask about some of those uh, strategies you use to teach kids math in that fun environment, but you said you founded Bedtime Math about 10 years ago. Can you tell me a little bit more about your wonderful organization? Yes, so it really came from a habit that my husband and I had with our kids, which was after we read them a bedtime story, we'd give them a bedtime math problem. And basically a funny story about, you know, pillow forts, flamingos, chocolate chips, you know, things kids love. And then we'd give some questions. And research shows that just having those casual conversations two or three times a week, kids move ahead an extra three months of math skills over just one school year, which is epic considering that this is not kind time consuming and it's free. <laughs> so, you know, that's the thing we need to do for everybody. Cause frankly, adults nationwide are very anxious about math. Um, you know, that's why restaurants calculate the tip for us now. <laughs> and that's fourth grade math. We're all able to do this, but there's tremendous math anxiety. And that's what we're trying to help parents and kids get through. I wanna go more into detail about those, those tips that you're bringing up about working with kids at bedtime and creating a fun environment, treating it like a story. That seems like such a wonderful idea. Is there any more advice you can give in terms of putting that into practice for parents? I know your organization's got so much on their website, but I figured I'd check in and see if you got any tips that we can uh, learn right now. Yes, well, with be part of the equation, we're skewering in a little more tightly on actual skills. So we have these things called 10 second math checkups. And what those are, they are quick, easy questions you can sneak into conversation with your kids in a very casual way, but it's actually showing you how they're doing. So for example, you know, grandma is 68 years old. So when was she born? You know, kids love to wrestle with that, but you as the parent can see whether they can do four digit subtraction, which is obviously a key skill in middle and elementary. Sure. Um, what are the implications of uh, a large portion of children now being about five months behind in terms of their math learning skills? And uh, how valuable is it right now for parents to spend some time with them and try to reduce that learning gap, especially as we get closer to the school year starting. 
well, this is a huge gap to close. And frankly, whatever we were doing before for the last few decades is not going to work. We have to rethink how we handle school, how we handle homework, and how we support kids' math learning 24-7. You know, an interesting point, if you add up how many hours you live in a year, which is about 8,800, you knock out some hours for sleep. Kids spend about 1,200 hours in school, but about 4,800 hours awake outside school. They're spending way more time outside school than in it, if you really add it up. So, and you know, frankly, at school, kids get 1 25th of the teacher's attention, right? It's a class of 25 kids. Whereas when they're home, they're getting 100% of their parent or caregiver's attention. What That's the- why we have to think about this. If we're gonna move kids, this huge gap that we have to close. I would also add that it's urgent because math is urgent in real life. You know, as adults, we use it without thinking. How do you know that the warranty is a ripoff? You know, how do you know whether the annual Netflix subscription is a better deal than the monthly? How do you just get somewhere on time? You know, we're doing math all the time and you don't want to be math roadkill, right? You want to get through all that. And we don't want our kids to struggle. We want to give our kids those math life skills. So having a whole generation right now behind that much, it's an emergency. Yeah, and we, and we forget about, I think a lot of times, especially maybe people in, in my generation think about all the classes in, in school they wish they would have had when it comes to buying a house or, or reading more about warranties. But we understand now that math is baked into all of those practices. So that's a really great point that you bring up to think about. Now, the, the B part of the equation, what are the immediate goals of uh, this campaign. It sounds like it is trying to get parents more involved with their kids and teaching them math before bedtime. But what are some of the goals that you want to see as an outcome of this? Well, a big goal is this awareness of how behind the students are. Because one problem with COVID is that we really got derailed with assessing kids. And I know there's that people have mixed feelings about tests, but let's face it, when you go to the pediatrician with your kid, you want to know everything, right? You want to know every blood test, result petri dish you know because you're trying to diagnose and heal your child math health is the same way and right now across the country we really need to get back on track measuring where kids are because the fact is kids do not find these tests stressful when a kindergarten enters you know elementary school they don't know what a test is it's the adults who are stressed out because we know the results are not looking good but if we're going to be kid-centric We've got to really get on the ball, measure where kids are, and then teach accordingly. And teachers need more support to do that because teachers are already working really hard. Yeah. How do parents get on the ball? How do they assess where their kids are at right now so they can go forward with the appropriate steps? So when parents come to bepartoftheequation.org, it's all one word, easy to find. There are multiple levels of how you can get involved. You can take small steps or go bigger. So to start, Talk to your kid is a whole section. It's got those 10 second math checkups. You can sense if your kid's on track. And we offer lots of resources too for outside help. You know, great resources online like Khan Academy. Then if parents feel they need to talk to the teacher, that's the second level. And we help out with giving questions you can ask your teacher so you feel confident. Lots of parents feel intimidated to do that. Sure. We wanna get people comfortable. And then finally, if they wanna go bigger, We encourage parents to look up the curriculum their school is using. A lot of curricula are not very good. They don't have a lot of research behind them. They're dry, they're confusing. They don't teach all the material for a year in one year. 
you know, raising awareness about that too, because parents can speak up to the school, the school might not even realize and, and they can institute change. So that's all on there. Let, let's go into that a little further, if you don't mind. And you, you talked about some of the, the areas that could improve, but when it comes to the average school district, if maybe somebody on a PTO board is listening or maybe a superintendent or just a math teacher, what are some things that they can do better from what you've noticed about these students? I think what's great is if all those parties can get together to talk about how can school be different and how can each part support the other. A key thing is differentiated instruction, even just giving different homework to kids. You know, if you have a classroom of kids, they might be four or five grade levels in range of achievement right now, because there's still some kids who are ahead. There are a whole bunch who are behind and some in the middle. You know, you need homework for practice, just like practicing scales on a musical instrument or your toe taps for soccer. You know, you need homework, but often the kids are all given the same homework sheet and there's no way that's working for everybody. So even just a fine tuning like that, how do we have kids have homework where it's not so hard that they're frustrated and in tears with their parents, but not so easy that they're bored and that it's really enabling mastery. And then, of course, you want to look at how teaching happens in the classroom. And I think teachers need way more support. Laura, a few more questions for you. And, and absolutely, I think um, even most parents would agree getting support to those teachers is important. You brought it up in the beginning. I want to go back to the numbers about kids who are falling behind. I believe you mentioned that not every child, depending on their background, is falling behind at an equal rate, it seems like. That is very true. We unfortunately have some really long-standing inequities, definitely correlated with income and with race. And those schools that have a lot of kids who are not proficient, you know, a lot of them were like that before the pandemic and the pandemic just made it so much worse. We have to shine a bright light on that and say, what are we gonna do differently? One thing we mentioned in this campaign is tutoring because the research is solid behind tutoring. When you have one-on-one -on -one tutoring, or even one on four, um, amazing things can happen yeah. because the child is getting individualized attention. The thing is, we don't have enough adults to go around this immediate instant <laughs> to give every kid who needs sure. tutoring, tutoring. And that's where unleashing some attention from the parent is huge because you're bringing in a whole amount, an extra set of attention that can help kids you know, with figuring out where they are. Yeah. Laura, bedtime math has been incredibly successful uh, around for a decade. That's a, an unbelievable accomplishment um, and, and very impressive. Why do you start this and why, is, does it, why do you uh, value this so much? You know, I'll tell you, I, I started it partly because while well, we were doing bedtime math problems with our kids and friends asked us what we were doing <laughs> and why we had these math fluent children. But once it got going, I became very passionate about it because again, so many adults are nervous about math that they are completely capable of doing. And I think it's all about the mindset. I was very fortunate to grow up in a house where we did not have any flashcards, but my parents just like math. And my mom's a great cook. She had me baking at a young age, lots of fractions. My dad likes to do carpentry as a hobby. He had me using very unsafe power tools <laughs> at a young age because you know, you're learning how to measure to the 1 16th. Uh, you gotta be careful or you're gonna get hurt, right? So. Um, we had no mishaps, fortunately. You know, that's, that's when math is cool because you're making stuff and yeah. you're seeing that it is tied with real life. And I just feel that we, we want that mindset for everybody in our culture. 
Laura, uh, we've talked about the Be Part of the Equation campaign, talked about uh, bedtime math and all the great work you're doing. Anything else you want to add about uh, your program or the campaign in general? You know, the campaign, one thing we really talk about in there, and I encourage everybody check, to check out the Talk to Your Kids section, is math does have right answers, but it should be a journey to the right answer. And when a kid, you know, like doing these math checkups, if the child gives a wrong answer, you shouldn't just say, oh, that's wrong or it's incorrect. Instead, before revealing anything, just say, how did you get that? Because if the child starts explaining, they will find their own mistake. And that is a huge confidence builder because on their own, they figure it out and they get to the right answer. And that, that's the way it should always be. And the nice thing at home is that you have all the time in the world to do that. Mm. And it's not stressful and it can be relaxed and you can really see your child blossom. So we encourage parents to fall forward into this and check it out. Absolutely. Before I let you go, I, if you don't mind, the website again, where can everybody get this great information? Sure. It's called bepartoftheequation.org, all one word. On there, links to Bedtime Math, as well as many other resources we've talked about. And um, there's something for everybody on there. Laura Overdeck, founder of Bedtime Math, a wonderful organization with this uh, very valuable campaign called Be Part of the Equation. I can't wait to see what this does. Laura, thank you so much for joining us today on Local News Live.